Chapter 10. Stamford Bridge The men were sat in the autumn sun. They were exhausted after their journey and the Battle of Fulford Gate. Tostig knew that they would certainly have to face his brother, but the journey up north took several weeks. The Vikings had time to recover before their next battle. However, Harold Godwinson, incensed by the invasion in the north, had gathered his army and marched with incredible speed to the north. It took him under a week to bring his soldiers to Stamford Bridge, and when they arrived on the 28th of September, they found the whole Viking army sat back in the sun, totally undefended, their armour back in their boats three miles away. The English attacked at once, and Hadrada was taken totally by surprise. Tostig had said not to expect the king for weeks. The Vikings sustained heavy losses, as hundreds of their men were killed by the vicious housecoals. Then, Hadrada called on his most fearsome fighter, a man of giant proportions, over nine feet tall and as strong as a castle. This man stood on the bridge between the Vikings and the English, blocking the English attack. As housecarls and Fyde ran at him, the giant was able to brush them aside with his massive strength and use of two axes. Hadrada was relieved. It seemed that with a giant man in place, the Vikings might have a chance. Through the afternoon, the Vikings were protected behind their star fighter. But then a single brave English soldier, a member of the fire named James, ran underneath the bridge through the fast flowing water. Then he approached the bank where the Vikings were fighting, hidden under the wooden slats of the bridge. Through the gaps, he could see the giant standing, picking off the English like they were rag dolls. With a deep breath, James raised his sword and drove it through the gap in the wood straight into the giant's left foot. He wrenched it back, slicing off a few toes, and felt the enormous man fall to the ground above him, screaming in pain. It was the break that the English needed, and the army ran over the body of the giant into the Viking crowd, killing hundreds and hundreds of men. A few hours later, when the battle was finally over, Harold watched three single Viking longboats leave the shore to go home. They had arrived with 300, and Hadrada himself was dead. Despite this victory, the English had lost a lot of men and were still exhausted from their march up north. Harold walked alone among the bodies on the ground looking for his brother. When at last Tostig was found, Harold took the body to York where a funeral took place. Harold was quiet, overcome with regret for what had happened to Tostig, and the king felt some doubt about the deal that he'd struck with Edwin and Morcar. Had his treachery against his brother resulted in his death? Was the comet actually a sign of warning to the king himself? But as Harold received a message later that day, he could be in no doubt about the meaning of the comet. The wind in the channel had changed, and William of Normandy had just landed on the south coast of England.